Hey gang, Melissa Hanalt here with the Burnout to All Out podcast. I'm a mom of three corporate burnout that built a secondary six-figure income around my nine-to-five with little kids. This set me free and allowed me to fire my boss and pursue my wildest dreams. It took grit, persistence, and belief. But now, operating multiple six-figure businesses as an online entrepreneur and business coach, I have become a serial entrepreneur with a passion to inspire more burnouts to take the leap and go all out and live out their dreams. Each week, I'll bring you inspiring all-out guests, lifestyle business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all-out entrepreneur, making your passion your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you. Good afternoon for folks on the East Coast anyway, guys. So excited for my guest today, Jen Spiegel. So glad you're here. You guys are going to want to pick up pen and paper and take a listen to this incredible human. For those of you, we're streaming live. If you catch the podcast later, we're streaming live. But if you're watching streaming live through our Burnout to All Out Facebook page or our LinkedIn Academy page, feel free as you're listening to the to Jen, drop your questions in the comment section. That's part of the advantage of catching the live podcast so that we can engage with our incredible speaker today. So real quickly, Jen, I want to introduce you. So Jen, first of all, she and I are in a mastermind together, a business mastermind of all women in business and leadership. And she's just an incredible human being who's inspired me since the day I met her. We talk about surrounding yourself with people who are in, in a space where you want to head, right? To like raise the bar for yourself. And I'll never forget when I joined the mastermind and learned about you and the success you were having. I was just like, this is my space. I need to be around these women because they are, they are foreshadowing for me the opportunity ahead. Just so excited. And just our, our friendship that's grown over the past couple of months. But guys, Jen is a mom of four. Okay. She's been in network marketing for 15 years and she's been published in the Wahoo Finance, which is in, in Canada, right? A Canadian magazine. Yahoo Finance. I think it's just like Google. Yeah. Okay. Perfect. Perfect. She's been in the Canadian business opportunity magazine, right? Mm-hmm. And she's, she has spoken on stages globally for over like a, a decade, right? She has been a highly, highly successful woman who's been providing tremendous value and leadership to women across the world. And she initiated her own coaching business a couple of years ago that hopefully we'll get to hear a little bit about it in the podcast today, where she is just raising the bar for leadership and women across the globe. So, so excited for you to be here today, Jen. Welcome to the podcast. Thanks, Melissa. I'm so grateful. And that made me sound so fancy and... I'll tell you, I'm a mama four who's just working, you know, her best every single day. And I'm really, really grateful to be here in this opportunity. So thank you. Yay. I'm, I'm so glad that you're taking the time to be here and just to inspire my guests and, you know, my listeners. So Jen, let's just dive right in. I want people to really get to know you and the backstory behind this badass woman that you are, right? Mm-hmm. So my whole mission with this podcast is just to inspire people to work through burnout and then live their all out life, right? 
you've had a series of success in your life. And I think that we all go through, you know, series of kind of those peaks and valleys and wherever you are, right? But I'd love for you to maybe take us back that moment in the very early stages of recognizing that like, oh my gosh, this is wearing me out, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, so we could go as far back as when I worked for corporate, to be honest with you, because I think a lot of your listeners, this may resonate with them because maybe you're someone still in a corporate job. And I always loved to work. So it was never about the work. It was never about the hours. It was never about the tasks. Mm-hmm. For me in my corporate career, I had such a great job. It was a global marketing manager for a huge tech company. And I come from a fashion background. So that was very contradictory <laughs> to who I was and what I went to school for. But I just loved this job. I was doing all sorts of events around the world and, and really project managing a lot of really cool tasks. Mm-hmm. And for me, there was always this underlying burn in my belly to want to achieve. And in a corporate setting, I quickly learned that I mean, I was maybe 20, 21 years old, that so much of that achievement was out of my control. Mm. And so that was very unsettling to me. The other piece in that corporate career that I realized quickly, I'm not necessarily employable, (laughs) was the political game. Because Uh I come from a heart set of really believing there's enough space for everybody. Mm -hmm. And that one doesn't have to succeed as the result of somebody else having to step back. And in a corporate setting, I think anybody listening in, you could resonate with this, is there's a little bit of a political game of stepping up over each other. And that was uncomfortable for me. So leaving my corporate career wasn't necessarily a career choice. My husband at the time had a really big job and we moved to a different city. And in that transition, I decided to stay home and be you know, stay-at-home mom and raise these babies. It was a beautiful, beautiful time in my life. But because I'm an achiever, I actually reached burnout as a stay-at-home mom as well. Mm. Lots of stages of burnout. And the common theme, the thread is when I haven't been in alignment with who I truly am, that I've hit burnout. And so the Mm. burnout in my mom career happened when I just let go of goals. Ah, mm mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, I ended up becoming that Lululemon ball cat mom. Right. It was different than a corporate career. I mean, corporate, I was getting dressed up and putting my makeup on. And then I went for, it was an extreme. And so I lost myself in that transition. Mm. And so that didn't feel good for me. And I, I felt very stuck. I felt tired, uninspired. I loved my kids. I didn't want to sacrifice my time with my kids, but yet I didn't see how I could go back to a corporate career. And that was when network marketing literally fell in my lap. I was not looking for it. I had never really heard of it before. And as soon as I saw these women who were like me, who had created their life and were successful, I signed up to do network marketing with this company. I hadn't even tried a product. It was just the vision of... Wait, make a lot of money, be successful, design your life and be present with your family and set your priorities straight. I don't know what this is, but I'll, I'll give it a try. And that really was the start of my network marketing career. I love that. I love that. And I think that happens for a lot of people. You know, for me, I was kind of at the pinnacle of my career in corporate, but completely burnout, right? When my network marketing company was 
presented to me. And so it's interesting. I've been saying this a lot lately, but when people are in the midst of disruption or stress, like they tend to be willing to be open, right? Mm -hmm. Like you tend to be maybe more open than usual because things aren't going the way you want them to be, whether it's a a stay at home mom or being in corporate that you're, you're willing to take a look. So you said yes. And you jumped in for 15 years, right? Tell us a little bit about your ride. I did. It was definitely ignorance on fire. And I'll tell you each and every one of you listening, I think this is a really important message to hear is I honestly believe in those moments of burnout. Those are moments when we can feel so desperate, so alone, so scattered, so overwhelmed. And what I would suggest is actually like opening your eyes wider, opening your heart and allowing it to be bigger because so often the answer to our prayers are right in front of us. Mm -hmm. And particularly in those moments, it taught me that because I I wasn't even asking for this type of opportunity. Right. When it was presented to me. So I started, I started my career in network marketing with very little support. So again, a lot of people can relate to a lot of people can. And I tell this part of my story over and over again, because again, it can be a very lonely time where you you've caught on to a vision. You've grasped onto something that could be bigger and better for your life. And maybe the people around you had that same vision or don't understand it the way you do. And my biggest message and my biggest lesson through that stage in my life was you don't need their support to be successful. Yes. That's the first thing. There's power in that, especially women listening in. There's something very powerful about us standing in our knowing and standing up for what we want, not sacrificing our relationships. I'm not talking about that. It's honoring the people, but there's something that when we know and we stand up in that knowing in our power and our confidence, and then we action that, mm. quickly people around you will catch on and start supporting. So a lot of times it's just, we got to show them. Yes. So true. So true. And I think that a lot of people can really, a lot of people in network marketing listening to this can totally relate to that because you've got your nine to five or whatever your responsibilities were. And then all of a sudden in the household, the dynamic in the household changes, right? The energy you're focusing on changes, you know, and I think about, you know, if you've only got so much finite time to spend with your children and spend with your spouse, and now all of a sudden you're layering on this other thing that the rest of the nucleus wasn't planning on, they're like, whoa, 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 like, don't rock the boat, right? Like, this was time with mommy, or this was time with my spouse, right? So true. So true. It is. And I think, too, in that season, a lot of people don't understand because especially if you've been in a really great career, people mm-hmm. like having you in that box. Like, Oh, you're really good at this. This is what you do, especially mm-hmm. family. And when, like you said, just, you disrupt that a little bit. Mm-hmm. People kind of go, what? Like I thought we're supposed to be in this job and be happily ever after. And you're now shaking the boat. You're rocking the boat and saying there could be more, but I thought we're just supposed to be happy here. So you do turn something in people as well when you're showing bigger picture and bigger ideas. So just, I think just send them lots of love and give them a great show. That's, that was just my decision. Oh my gosh. So true. Right. Like I, and I think about that even personally with my kind of growth with my network marketing business and even my coaching business. Now with each step, my husband's just kind of been like, 
And then on the back end of it, he's just like celebratory and it's wide open, right? But they, they weren't in the beginning. So if we just do the do, that's the main part, right? Just do the do and then open their mindset. They have to come on their own journey is what I'm hearing. Awesome. Okay. In your network marketing gig, you're not getting the support, but you're, you're growing and you're crushing it because you're like one of the top income earners with your company, right? Or the top income earner. Well, I wasn't the, that would be nice. <laughs> I can't proclaim that. I didn't think that was always a goal of mine, but this life changed. But yeah, I grew the business. So this is probably a really relevant story. I grew the business in pure hustle mentality. And looking back, I just want to like hug her. <laughs> I want to hug her because I know she was so hungry for success. Mm -hmm. She was so hungry for trips with her kids and to provide and feel significant again. She was so hungry to prove. Mm -hmm. And so that younger version of me, there was so much in there that I just went full out. I look back, I had no schedule. I was running around the house, burning the candle at both ends. I mean, I was really doing two careers because those of you who are home with your kids full time, keeping the house clean and cooking and looking after them, I mean, it is a full time job. Some people would say, but you're home. And you're like, nah, it's not like you're home. Oh, Okay. It's harder work than being at work. It was. And I was, I didn't have friends or family around me. So I didn't have relief with my kids. I was really immersed in that mother role. And so doing that, and I remember, you know, just trying to find these little moments, these little moments to grow the business. And my husband at the time, he would come home from work and it would just be like, hi, bye. And I would be walking out the door and that created a lot of friction. Now we didn't have a great relationship, which is why we're not married anymore. We didn't have a wonderful solid marriage. But I'll be honest in my ownership of why that relationship didn't work out. A part of it, if I'm being honest, was the fact that I was just flying by the seat of my pants. And so not only did I create burnout for me, but I'm really honestly, if I'm just being transparent, I think I created a little burnout even within my home, my family, because they just didn't know what to expect of me. I was just so focused on, you know, growing, growing, growing. So I don't regret it. That's the interesting piece. I don't look back at that time and go, I wish I had done it differently mm. because I knew I did the best I could in that moment. That's all I knew. Mm. I look back at that now, back at myself at that time now, and with a softness, with some compassion to know it was all for the good. It was always based on my family. Although I had personal goals, those goals were 100% attached to providing to my family it was not selfish reasons. So I really, I really did something great for my family. Mm -hmm. And when I got to the top of my company, the top level, my personal life completely crumbled. Mm. And so I knew it was coming. Part of my push and that drive to go to the top of the company was knowing that this was going to be our future. We had, had, we had worked very hard for a very long time and just realized it's just, just wasn't meant to be. We were very young, making very adult decisions. And so our marriage fell apart. And in that, I reached the top of my career. Well, those two things don't really go together well. No. Wow. Yeah. 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 That was a lot of friction again in my life. That was my ultimate burnout. 
Mm. That was when the hustle mentality, which I teach against now, like that word hustle, I don't even like the word hustle. So because I've, I know what that means and how that feels, I hit the wall and I lost hair. I uh, lost a lot of weight. I lost a lot of who I was. I came up for air and had no idea what, who Jen was at the core anymore. Oh, yeah. What did she want? I knew from a career perspective what I wanted. I had achieved it. I was so proud of that. That was a very beautiful, big blessing in my life. Thank God for that career because it did really sit with me and help me walk through that stage in my life. But I had to really learn a lot of things. And so I also learned through that is that there's a discipline in growing a business that can pr- prevent burnout immediately. And that is take a breath versus a break. Yes. Yes. Right. Would you yeah. say the same? Do you, do you do that now? A hundred percent. So yeah. timely. It's interesting. I just had this conversation with one of my private clients yesterday. Mm. It's very common for top income earners and in network marketing to just run themselves into the ground. And we had this conversation and I think part of it is, and I'm so glad we're talking about this because part of it is we, many of us built this business in the pockets of our time around the rest of our life. So then all of a sudden you set this expectation with even the rest of your team and your clients that you're available all the time. Like you're never off. It fuels itself because it, because it grows the business and it creates this ridiculous hustle but it's like a positive feedback loop because your numbers grow, right? But I, I agree with you a hundred percent. And I have learned uh, there, my network marketing team knows like there are seasons where I will literally, I take a breath. Like we have a, we have a leadership thread on our phone and it pings all day long every day. And there's like at least four times a year, once a quarter, I tell guys, Hey, I'm, I'm taking a, I'm taking a breath. I love your term. I'm taking a breath. I'm taking myself out of this thread for the next two weeks and I'll be back. But the reason I worked this business was so that I could have the freedom and time with my family, Mm -hmm. right? And I could step away and the business self-propagates, right? And so that was some of the best coaching I've gotten this past year from our business coach was that if there's one thing that we know that we know that we know in network marketing is that if you step away for a week or two or even five, Like the earth doesn't come shattering down. No one dies. Your business doesn't shut down. Doors don't close, right? This is why we built this business in the first place. Mm -hmm. Lest we forget, right? So I agree with you 100%. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And that feeling, the learning, the growth curve in that was, I didn't feel I could take a break because the momentum was there and I felt very responsible for that momentum. So I just, I went and I went and I went. So a couple things happened is I didn't set boundaries like what you're talking about. I taught people how to treat me. So I taught the people I was working with my team. So even if you're not in network marketing and you're listening in and you're a team in a corporate setting or a team in terms of entrepreneur setting, solopreneur, it's the same thing. When we allow people to ping us constantly, we're answering texts at 10 o'clock at night, we're getting up and the first thing we look at is our phone, we are creating the monster. Yes, you are. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. And we're responsible for that. Not anybody else. So true. So true. I, and um, it's funny because, and maybe you'll get into this a little bit. I don't know. I know you're going to talk a little bit about leadership, maybe not necessarily time management, but I tell my private clients, like, put, take your phone out of your room. When you wake up in the morning, I don't let other people's needs 
be the first thing you see in the morning. Mm -hmm. Like be present with your family, right? Mm -hmm. Be present with your family. When you go pick your kids up from school, put your phone away. Like Mm -hmm. be present with your kids. There's nothing so earth shatteringly urgent in network marketing or your business, whatever business you're in, that it you can't work in in time blocking. And part of that time blocking is being present with your family, right? Right. Like that's why we do this business. It's for the freedom to be with the family. So I could not agree with you more. So true. But you do bring up a point that maybe is worth talking about because I'm very raw and real. So anybody who knows me knows I'm not afraid of talking about hard things and things I've been through. There's no shame and no facade here. So (laughs) one of the things too that you brought up with just the phone that I think is really important to point out is that hustle mentality that I grew a business in. I'll be honest with you. I think out of five school days a week, Four, if not five out of five days, those kids got off the bus. I was on the phone going, shh, come in, get your snack. And I greeted my children as an inconvenience because I hadn't scheduled myself properly or set the boundaries that it's now four o'clock. I have to switch into mom. I don't have to. I choose to switch into mode. Yes. Oh my gosh, Jen. This is so on point. I, we, like, this was the exact conversation I had with my client yesterday was mm-hmm. to literally, we don't plan for like needing to catch up or clean up or finish up our day before we get our kids unless you make it a, make a conscious effort. So one yeah. of the things I was coaching to yesterday, you would probably agree, is give yourself a 30 minute window after your last call, after your ta- last task in your calendar, give yourself a 30 minute window to mm-hmm. complete whatever it is you need to complete before you show up to get your kids so yeah. that it's done and you can turn that switch off and turn your mommy hat on and be present and not, I just love what you said about the energy of welcoming your kids as an inconvenience. Wow. Cause you're like on your phone and you're telling them it's so, so I'm good. Them. Like they're walking in the door and I remember shushing them which is not the mom I wanted to be. It's not the message I wanted them to receive. It, again, it's only what I knew in that moment. So I'm very forgiving. I don't, you know, it's not about regret. It's about acknowledging that behavior and knowing that there is a different way. And I'm very much like you, Melissa. My phone has alarms, which I probably should shut off because it's probably going to go off in any minute. But my phone has alarms that tells me what to do every single hour of the day. And at three o'clock every day, an alarm goes off and it says, you've done a great job. Go and give something to yourself now. And that's the message I receive to make that switch because sometimes we just need to be reminded and told. And my kids actually know that alarm. If they're home from school and my son Nicholas said to me the other day, he goes, there's your self-love alarm, mom. And so it's really neat now that I'm teaching through my example. Yeah. And teaching them boundaries, teaching them scheduling, teaching them how you can do all things because I live my life and nobody could shake this out of me. My belief is that we can have it all. Mm. Nobody would be able to shake that belief out of me. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean when we, I say we can have it all, that everything is perfect. Mm-hmm. But Mm -hmm. I do believe you can have a thriving marriage, that your children can be prioritized and you can have a beautiful family home. You can have thriving businesses. You can look after yourself. You can have great friendships. You can have new opportunities. It's about seizing and like I think of a sponge, like squeezing every last drop out of this life. I think that's our purpose. Yes. 
Well, it's just learning how to do it well. That's the secret. Oh my gosh. So true. I love, and it is. And I, and I love what you said that it's like, it's not always perfect, right? Mm -hmm. Just saying that you can have it all doesn't mean that you're walking around and there's rainbows and unicorns all the time, but you can, you know, you totally can. I was, I was telling some folks yesterday, you would probably appreciate this. I get a massage every week, every week. Yeah. You do too. Mm -hmm. See, (laughs) and here we are managing multiple businesses. We have little kids and it's a matter of making it a priority. Our businesses are still soaring. Right. And I tell my clients all the time that, that pouring that self-love in actually is an energetic exchange that comes back into your business tenfold. Right. It does. And Melissa, that's the biggest lesson I learned going through that burnout was it wasn't taking care of myself wasn't a luxury. It wasn't the thing that I got to do once everything else was done. It was actually the necessity in order to get all the other things done. And that took a lot of unlearning and retraining of my brain because growing up, and I think a lot of people will relate to this, I was told, you know, you do unto others, you give to others, give all you've got, then you can look after yourself, that we were the last thing we should think about. Mm -hmm. And although there's some great, beautiful lessons in that and things that apply to how you show up in the world, there is a little bit of a warped view too, where it's like, no, you're not the last on the list. And people ask me daily, I get DM'd almost, well, I'd say daily. How do you do this as a mom of four, multiple businesses, great marriage, your show up on social media every single day? How do you do it all? And the couple of things I would say is number one, I prioritize and I am like a drill sergeant with myself around my schedule. I don't mess with this. I don't mess with this. Number two is you don't do it alone. I also grew that business. I had no help at home. Nobody was cleaning my house. I didn't have a VA. I had this like martyrism about me. Like I'm doing it all, you know, and look at me. And I got stuck in this like story of. Do you think part of that comes from like segueing from being at home as a stay at home mom? And as your business started to scale, I'm just curious because I see this a lot with women in network marketing, whose primary role was to be the stay at home mom. And I find that they have a harder time outsourcing once the money's coming in. They're making tons of money. But it's like an, I don't want to say ego. Is it ego or more like self-consciousness of like, well, this is my role and I don't want to be seen as though I, I can't continue. Like, I can't do this. Like, do you think that's part of it or can you expand upon that? Yeah. And, and both are ego. So ego doesn't mean like, look at me. I'm doing it all. Ego can mean I should, I should be able to do this all because what will people think? What will my husband think? And when we're always worried about what people think of us or what do people think of me, there's ego. What do people think of me? What are people going to say of me? What's going to be the opinion of others? That is 100% ego because we're worried about what people are are thinking and, and feeling about us. So I would say likely there's a correlation with staying home and then building a business and that feeling of not wanting to give up that motherly role. Because so often we say, oh, we're doing this to be able to put our family first. And so what can happen up here is like, but I'm not really putting my family first right now in this season because I'm in a season of growth. And so 
we we're almost our worst enemy where we're trying to juggle it all versus just sinking into the season. It's like a pendulum. It just, it swings. It's why I teach and I preach. There's no such thing as balance. And the chasing balance is what makes you feel unbalanced, what makes you feel unworthy, what makes you feel full of shame, which makes you feel guilt. Oh, I'm with my kids. I'm guilty. I should work my business or I'm with my business. I'm guilty. I should be with my kids. That is the chasing of this lie. Yeah. (laughs) There's no such thing. Balance would mean you're standing still. Everything is equal and you're not moving. Right. Right. I don't think so. So what I think we're looking for is harmony. Yeah. Harmonious life where we feel like we gave to our family that day. We gave to ourselves. We gave to our business. And that's what I chase and pursue every single day is harmonious living. I love that. Well, and I think one of the things you really hit on, and I think this is common for a lot of top leaders or just very successful business owners is that you are ferociously cognizant of your calendar Mm -hmm. and your time, your time scheduling and your planning. And one of the things I just want to circle back on, because I I just want our listeners to hear this over and over and over again, because that whole investing in yourself does help you invest in your business. Like it took me until this year to like truly appreciate that going through some of my own training and my, that other business mastermind that I met with Kelly Roche, it didn't dawn on me, did not dawn on me until I was going through their training that as you're preparing for a huge launch, that she actually was forcing us to block in our calendars, a mental health day, the day after launch, she had us block in our calendars having someone come to the house to like personally train you to hold you accountable to take care of yourself. She had Mm -hmm. us personally commit to having nutritious meals, like literally delivered to the house. And when I first heard all of this coming out, I was like, this is a little excessive. And she was like the number of bottles of water that you need, you know, to stay hydrated as you're presenting. But at the end of it, her point was, and what you're making, and I want, I want everybody to hear this loud and clear is that like, this vessel, this like human vessel, this body, my mind, my energy, the more I can protect it, the more I can nourish it, the more I can love it, the better I can show up on screen for my clients, the better I can show up for my business. And oh, by the way, the better I can show up for my family, if I make myself a priority. And as I heard that coming out of her mouth, and she was like, you must invest in yourself Mm -hmm. and ferociously protect your sleep, because this is going to impact your business. I was like, I'm going to have a massage every week. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And it brings me back to that moment where I lost my hair and I had reached burnout because I wasn't doing any of those things. I remember I was drinking pots of coffee. I was exercising on an empty stomach with tons of coffee and then running like there was I was not looking after myself and what I learned in that moment of burnout was any level of success millions of dollars or tons of clients or a title in a network marketing company whatever it is you know you're pursuing right now if you don't have your health none of that matters yes none of it yes and it's not sustainable It will crumble because you can't show up fully for your business, your brand, whatever it may be. And so that was that huge switch in me to go, hey, none of this is worth it if I'm not here to enjoy it or thrive or be a great example to others. That's what kind of drew me into leadership was that 
that whole progression. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so let's get into that. So this was, this is like the next iteration of Jen, right? So talk to us a little bit about this transition, what you're doing now to coach and lead and educate so many leaders across the globe. Like talk to us a little bit about your passion and your mission now. Sure. Thanks. So I would say it was about 2018. Yeah, it was 2018. I decided to go back to school. So I had been doing network marketing and I've been at that top level for 15 years. And so there's a point in everybody's life where there's maybe there's more. And that had been stirring in me. I'd been ignoring it because I fell into the story as well of comfort. I was making substantial income. At that point, my business was really looking after itself and I got really comfortable. But you heard the story of me. When I get comfortable, that's actually creates some burnout for me because I'm not designed to sit in comfort. So I decided to go back to school to become a certified life coach. And while I did that, I also became a certified health coach, both of which made me sort of think, well, this is just going to help my business, my network marketing business. I'll be more empathetic, compassionate, and I'll have more experience walking people through life experiences, which just happen in leadership in network marketing as you're leading people. And then it just, it brought out in me something more. And so it quickly turned into a coaching business, which then started really manifesting into life coaching and business coaching. And that's sort of where I sit today. I really didn't develop this. My community, this beautiful network I have really told me what they needed from me as a mentor. And so it, it ends up being this really beautiful overlap of life coaching and business coaching. And I really focus in on mompreneurs. So yes, I, I definitely have a lot of network marketers from all sorts of companies that I, I mentor. And we really sink into leadership marketing and sales because it's not to say they don't have great leadership in their network marketing business. I hope, I pray that they do because that makes such a difference. It's, it's something different and more. It's about getting to like the soul work, your spirit, because when you're really in alignment with who you are and what makes you tick and understanding when the signs of fatigue when you need to push yourself a little bit more, when that fear is coming in, how can you overcome those things? That's what really, to me, grows a woman into this posture of like being unstoppable mm. because she knows confidently who she is, what triggers her, what motivates her, the cues to listen to. And that, that has been, it is honestly the joy, other than my kids and my family, this has been the joy of my life. I am doing the right thing. That's, that's for sure. I love it. Oh my gosh. I, and I just love it. I love the, the work that you're doing. And we were talking about this on a podcast the other day with another speaker that, you know, a lot of folks who excel in network marketing and they, you, you realize that one of the reasons you got to the top was because you had incredible leadership experience, right? And so, you know, we all have like our, we're tethered to our, our home company that like exposed us to this industry. But you lift your head up and wonder, who else can I help, right? Mm -hmm. Who else, what broader network of people can I impact based on what I've learned, right? Mm -hmm. Like what I've, 
what I've learned in this industry and how can I, and I think that's very common. I think it's very common for people after a number of years who've had, you know, year over year, month over month of success in, in, in network marketing to ask what, like, this is amazing, but there are certain people who constantly wanting to learn, constantly yeah. wanting to give back in, in a broader way. So mm-hmm. I, I love this. Tell us a little bit about your programming now. Like, what are you doing right now? What's Jen up to? Yeah, so Jen just pivoted. Jen's a professional pivoter, which is probably why I help a lot of women pivot. Mm -hmm. So I guess like attracts like, you know, and so I am about evolving. It's interesting you say knowledge seeking because that is definitely my DNA. Mm -hmm. And once I started honoring that, that I love to learn and grow and become more, that's when I really started to see abundance. Like it just poured in. It was just such a beautiful thing. And I could have stopped myself. I could have stayed comfortable. That was would have been a very easy decision and a beautiful decision at the same time. So I also want to let people know it's not that you have to, you know, do what we're doing. It's that you're always in tune with those intuitions, the downloads, the tugs, the guidance. And that's what I had sort of fallen out of and came back to. And so now Jen has created some pretty cool things for 2021. Right now, actually, I'm not sure, but I guess the live listeners would be able to take advantage. I do have a five-day free challenge, which is really about exactly what we're talking about today is really creating those schedules, Mm -hmm. setting yourself up for success for a new year because 2020 was wild. (laughs) Wasn't it? <laughs> I last night I was sitting with my husband. I said, I don't even know if the future generations would believe this. Like, it, <laughs> you know, but this year has been wild and, and a lot of stress and anxiety in certain ways. And some beautiful lessons and blessings have come out of us pausing and taking a breath. Yeah. Oh, it's like grounded us again. So that for that I'm grateful. So what I'm I'm doing is launching some new programs. I'm gonna launch later, I guess after this coming week. I have lots of opportunity to work together. And it's really for the woman. I do narrow in men, I love you, but I, my heart is for women, I think, because I just can empathize and relate so much to the things that we have to work through. And so it's really for that person who has had a level of success. So I always almost say like from amateur to pro. So whether it be in network marketing or your coaching career, whatever online presence you have, if you want to go pro, I work with you on how to level up on all areas like leadership, marketing, and sales Mm -hmm. um, to, to do things like that. Awesome. That is so awesome. So it's like the whole kit and caboodle. So it's leadership, marketing, sales. Yeah. Very, very cool. Yeah, and there's just different ways of working with me because the other thing too, I I live in this mindset of generosity. I love to be available than the type of person who is very unavailable. So I also have programs that really suit individual needs. Some people love group coaching. I'm sure you're seeing this, Melissa, yourself, Mm -hmm. right? Some people love group coaching and thrive in that group atmosphere where there's people like myself who really thrive on -on one-on-one coaching. And so I've developed programs as well for where someone's at to meet them where they're at and pull them, sort of get them to graduate to the next level. Mm -hmm. And yeah, we, we build lots of six figure businesses. That's for sure. <laughs> so much fun. And you're having a blast doing it. And the people who are it. 
working with you, I'm sure are just loving it. Yeah, I love it. So cool. You've definitely, oh my gosh, you've enlightened us on so many good things. I always like to ask, well, first of all, before we get into just some advice on entrepreneurship for people who are thinking about taking the leap. I'm curious because I see some people in the chat here, especially with like time management and scheduling, right? So while we have you live, could you walk us through like, what is a typical day like for Jen? I know every day is not the same, but could you share an example of how you ferociously protect your calendar? Yeah, it's really simple. This is not sexy, friends. This is like basic. But I get up and from five to seven every day is 100% dedicated to soul work. And I don't have a particular agenda. It's what do I need that day? Some days it's pages of a book. Other days it's journaling. Other days it's meditation. But it's really about sinking into what is my intention for the day? What can I celebrate? What can I bring forward? How do I want to show up? And really getting myself ready for the world. Mm. And at 7 o'clock, my alarm goes off. I'm not not kidding. My phone alarm, and it says, go be an exceptional wife and mom. So at 7 o'clock, I switch into mom and wife mode where I then greet my family. That's been a beautiful just a beautiful tradition routine within our home. And I, I just love on them until they go to work or the bus. And then at 820, my alarm goes off and it says, go move your body. You know, you'll feel better. And again, it prompts me because like, it's my taking my own advice. Like, yeah, Jen, you're going to feel better. Go get on that Peloton. And I love Peloton and home workouts because for me, it's just like, get it done, get in the shower and get ready for the day. And then I work 11 to three. That's my schedule. Every day, heads down. I don't look at my phone. I'm not looking at emails. I am in the work, the creativity, my zone, and I don't come up for air until it's done. And that has been a beautiful thing, but that's how I work. Some people love like spurts. I'm more about, I love like the big long mornings, the big long evenings. I'd rather just condense it into a four hour day. Mm. At three o'clock, I come up for air. That's that alarm that says you did a great job today, Jen. Go do something. So usually that's like starting to putter in the kitchen, get dinner ready. I put music on, change my state, welcome my kids home, and I spend the evening with my family. Mm. And I'm able to do that. Some people may say, well, that's nice for you. I work full time. We got that in the chat right here. I knew you were going to see that. And I understand how that must feel if you're working full time. You're like, that's cute. She works 11 to 3 and has these beautiful mornings. That was earned. Let that be the vision for yourself. I didn't start there. I didn't. And now I work very smart. If I worked full time, one of the suggestions I have to anybody I coach who works full time, it's about creating that space. So it's not that you have to get up at 5 or you have to do it. It's just when are you going to look after your spirit? Mm-hmm. schedule it in when are you going to look after your body schedule it in and stop thinking we need to do two hours of everything it could be 20 minutes so true so true and that's such good advice julia robert robinson i hope that helped because she asked because you know what if you have another job and mm-hmm. i love that i love what you said that i love your confidence too though jen i love your response that i've earned it right and this can be something to look forward to but what i can also say is going back to 
the corporate professional that I was, you know, it was about when I built my business to six figures while still working full time, I was ferocious with my calendar so that it did get done, right? So some people are night owls, some people are early morning, but when I worked full time, you know, eight to five, I was up at 430 in the morning Mm -hmm. and that I could spend time on myself and my health. I booked time in the evening for, you know, running my business. But I guess my point in all of that is, if the time management wasn't there and I didn't make my business a priority and myself a priority around my nine to five, I don't think I ever would have scaled it to where I did, right? Mm-hmm. It was that organization yeah, and sticking to it that made it work, right? Yeah, I have a really good like podcast if I do say so myself. <laughs> Listen to me. But I have a podcast on called Bookending Your Day, which is very much in alignment with what you're just saying. Is how like I really believe how you finish your day and set yourself up for the morning is what really motivates you to get up. Yes. And I'd also suggest to it was it Janice, you said her name? Julia. Julia Robinson. Julia. Yeah. So the other thing, Julia, I would recommend is really being patient and kind to yourself through this process and realizing some people may teach this again, I'm sorry if it's contradictory, but I don't teach about sacrifice. I don't believe in that. I didn't sacrifice my family to grow to the top. You may, you know, in my story, it could be assumed like, Oh, she worked, but I didn't sacrifice them. I was home all day with them. I was a great mom. It was just, I didn't have a schedule. What I suggest is exchanging So change your mindset. It's not like, oh, I have to sacrifice this to gain success. No, you don't have to sacrifice. What you may need to do is exchange. And so maybe you exchange Netflix for reach outs. Maybe you exchange sleeping into seven to getting up at five so you have more hours in the day. Maybe you exchange drinking wine every night to just drinking wine on Fridays and Saturdays so you have more energy throughout the week. Things like that, that are small exchanges that are not sacrificial, because that's another thing that oftentimes people grow up in entrepreneurship thinking we've got to sacrifice to be successful. No, you don't. Yes. Exchange. Oh, so, so true. Oh my gosh. Well, and of course I agree with you. I think you and I are in the same mastermind because our our coach really holds us accountable to that, right? Mm-hmm. Like that we don't have to sacrifice, that we can have it all with balance and inspire other women to do the same, right? So Jen, to wrap up, what I love to hear from my guest is a lot of folks are, they're on the fence, looking across with maybe one toe in their business. They're considering this leap of faith and like, you know, going for it. And you've given some really good advice thus far. But, you know, there's a lot like you and I, I think um, you, I think, really caught the vision and ran with your business a lot faster than I did. It took me a while to like, I don't know, I was a a very skeptical pharmacist. (laughs) And then I finally ran with it. So, but what do you have to say to the folks who are kind of like, they've got, there's a lot of folks I feel like in network marketing who like, look at people like you and I and are like, that's really great for them. But they've got like one toe in, right? Like they're not sure they can go all in, right? You know, especially hearing like the the chaos that can happen, right? So like, what's your piece of advice to the network marketer who's listening right now, who's maybe got one toe in, they see the vision, they see the dream, they hear your 11 to three work day, right? Mm -hmm. And like, what's your advice to the person kind of peeking over the fence wondering, you know, do I just run for this? Like, what's your piece of advice to them? 
Oh, it's such a great question. And so there's two answers to that. One I'll sort of focus in on network marketers is a lot of your audience, I'm assuming are network marketers. Mm -hmm. Okay. So let me just talk to you for a second, network marketers. One of my disciplines or the things I would teach and train any network marketer right now is to get really good at the one thing. So what do I mean by that? If you have one toe in, why don't you put your foot in and learn how to make $500 a month consistently, not once and then go back down, but consistently make that so you can teach somebody else to do that. Then go, okay, what's the next step? A thousand. Okay. So I'm going to go knee deep now into the water. If in fact, this is your personality, learn how to make a thousand dollars consistently, because if you can do that consistently and teach somebody else, you will have people in your business for life because Mm -hmm. who would ever quit a network marketing business when they know how to consistently create that kind of income every single month. Mm. And so if you are not a cannonball in the deep end, like I am, because that's just my personality. I, I don't think too much about things. I don't overthink. I'm like, well, it's the worst thing that's going to happen. And I would rather fully immerse myself and know than dip my toe and always wonder. And so mm-hmm. if you're not going to cannonball in and go all in, let those little stepping stones be the goals in the meantime. So you can feel really confident about what you know to teach and train. Mm-hmm. That would be my suggestion. Entrepreneurs, this is where it becomes a little different. This is where it becomes you know, I would suggest to you, what are you waiting for? Because the business is waiting for you. It will not grow without you cannonballing in the deep end. Mm -hmm. And also realizing that it may be ugly swimming, like you may come up for air and be paddling and treading water. And it's not like these nice graceful strokes through the deep end. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. It's through the cannonball, the ugly, the messy, the dirty, that we become so good at what we do. Yep. And it's so inspiring for other people to witness because it's not about, did she do it perfectly? It's about, did she bounce back? Did she get up? Did she dust herself off and learn and do it better? And that's what makes people want to follow you, listen to you, be inspired by you. It's not the perfection. It's about how quickly you learn, adjust, and keep going. So that would be sort of two layers of advice. And you can kind of choose your own adventure with that. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. So good. Everybody's loving this. So good, Jen. Where can everybody find you? Where can they go find you after this podcast today? Yeah, thanks. Um, you can always go to my podcast, Becoming Iconic. It's on iTunes, Spotify, wherever Melissa is. I'll be there with, hanging out with her. You can also find me on Instagram. It's Jen Spiegel, which is a funky name, but I think you can see it there on the screen. And if you're listening into the podcast, it's S, Z, or Z, depending on what side of the the border you're on. <laughs> P-I-G-I-E-L. So Jen Spiegel, you can find me there. It's also Becoming Iconic podcast on Instagram either or. And then my website, which is jenspiegel.com. So there's lots of things to dig into, lots of freebies. I'm just all about generosity and, and giving and really showing up in the world to help more women be so confident in their posture of success because man, we've got some good things to give and dish out and we need to start showing up for that. Oh my gosh. So good. So (laughs) true. Well, thank you, Jen. I'm sure there's going to be some people coming to find you right now. Thank you so, so much. This was great. 
Wonderful. Thanks for having me, Melissa. It's such an honor to be asked and you're building such a beautiful community. I'm so excited for you to witness you flourish and all of you who are part of this community. She's onto something fantastic. I think you're seeing that and probably living that. So I just want to say, Melissa, it's really beautiful to watch you give tactical advice and see people grow beautiful lives as a result of you sharing your expertise. It's, it's, it's beautiful. Oh, well, thank you. Well, you inspire me too. I mean, since day one in the mastermind, you're just an incredible leader. So, well, thank you so much, Jen. Thank you so much. Bye friends. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources, materials, or information on my coaching services. Go ahead over to live the free That's live the free life dot co or check out our Facebook community at burnout to all out and make sure you follow burnout to all out on Spotify and subscribe to iTunes. And it would truly mean the world to me if you paused for just a second, gave me that five star review of the show and be sure to share this episode with any burnouts you think would be inspired to go all out after hearing this episode.